Welcome to the podcast and the church said. My name is Dr. Monique Smith Gadsden, a Christ follower, a licensed professional counselor specializing in the integration of the Christian faith in counseling and in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We help the many members of the body, as well as the body as a whole, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have you join us for our conversation on today. I would like to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast, to those who have subscribed and shared. I'm so appreciative of your support and your encouragement. Please continue to support the work we do here. I do pray that you have found it to be insightful and beneficial and that it is a blessing in your lives. So please continue to share and subscribe and leave us a rating and write us a review. All of these things help us as far as the podcast is concerned and being able to getting the content out to other people who might find this to be beneficial as well. So today I'm going to be talking about moms and mental health (laughs) because today is Mother's Day, 2021. So happy Mother's Day to those of you who mother in various capacities. I don't want to try to list them all because I know I will miss someone. So I just choose to say for those who fulfill the role and for those who do the work of mothering, happy Mother's Day to you. Now, I do know that this day holds so many various emotions for so many. There are those who are mothers who have lost their mothers. And then there are those who have had difficult relationships with their mothers. There are those who want so desperately to have their own children, but for whatever reason was unable or have been unable to do so. And then there are those mothers who have lost their children or a child. So there are so many, many, many scenarios that are people's lived experiences. And so we are mindful of the many ways this day is experienced by so many. May is not only the month for Mother's Day, but it is also the month that we recognize mental health awareness. And I tell you, that there are several emotional and mental health challenges that assault around this role of being and doing mother. I'm sure your mind is besieged as you have heard this statement. You're probably thinking things like we are honored and yet hated. We are blessed yet blasted. So then we think about the fact that we worry, we are anxious, we are depressed, we feel inadequate, we feel guilty, we feel inspired, we feel capable, we are sad, we are overwhelmed, we are excited, we are perplexed, 
we are tired. We are proud. We are busy. We are amazed. We are hopeful. We are horrified. We are faithful. And yes, we are prayerful. Safe to say we are all over the map. We are mother. Being the mother, doing the work of mother. And so it is important that we attend to our emotional and mental well-being. Yes, engaging in self-care activities and leisure is good for us. Well, those things are good for us. Nothing wrong with a mani and a pedi and a spa day. Nothing at all. <laughs> These things can make us feel good for sure. However, let's make sure that we focus on our soul care too. Let's take deeper dives beneath the surface. You know, that's the difference between conditioning your hair versus doing a deep conditioning. The difference between five-minute face versus a full-fledged makeover. <laughs> the difference between spot cleaning the house versus doing the all-out spring cleaning, the windows, spider webs in the corners, that kind of a thing. Yeah, you get the point. You get the point. So today, I just want to give space for you to fill all the fields, naming them, holding space for them, not feeling the need or the pressure to run from them. And some are going to sit in the tension of what it is that you feel. You're happy that you are um, mothering your children and that they are alive and well. And you can also be sitting in the grief of this being your first Mother's Day without your own mom. Whatever it is, give space to those feelings. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to name those. The most recent midweek service that I recorded, I talked about the practice of journaling. And I also talked about you don't have to be fancy with journaling. It's just the means to expressing what is on the inside. It's just as simple as writing down your feelings, just an opportunity to externalize them, to get them out. And so why is that important? Because the physiological arousal surrounding our emotions can be problematic for us. When we suppress our emotions, it can result in increased stress. According to uh, Weefen, Don, and Hammer, opening up is associated with improved mood, more positive self-perceptions, and an enhanced immune functioning. The point is whether through writing or verbal expression, is to get those emotions out. We can sort through them later to see what they may be pointing the way to that is something usually deeper because I say that our emotions are messengers. They are trying to tell us something. And we should give space to detect what that message is. So on this Mother's Day, 
a gift that you can give yourself is a gift that goes a little bit deeper than on the surface. Attend to your soul. Attend to those feelings. Recognize the need to unearth those things, to express those things, to be in better overall health. As I've already pointed out, there are some direct correlations between our emotional health and our physical well-being. Okay? And lastly, I just want us to consider one verse that is found in Genesis 3.20, which reads, the man named his wife Eve because she was the mother of all the living. Now, Eve is known as the mother of all the living, right? I think about this verse often, and I try to imagine being in Eve's shoes or standing in her place. Because what was it like to be Eve, to have known perfect and pure fellowship with God, then to have been the one to engage in the faithful conversation with the serpent, to listen to God's sentence that her labor pains will intensify and her bearing of children with painful, her bearing of children will be with painful effort. Her desire will be for her husband, yet he will rule over her. What was it like to hear that? To experience the shame and yet also the redemption that was given to her by God as he made the clothing for them from the skins to clothe them. Theologian and Tracy Morins talks about how God's redemption was already showing up. Adam and Eve had attempted to cover themselves with fig leaves, but God gave them clothing. He clothed them. Morris also said, when Eve gave birth to Abel, she said, I have made a male child with the Lord's help. But after the heartache of living with one son's death, at the hand of the only other son at that time. Her posture was more of humility by the time she gave birth to Seth. This time she said, God has given me another child in place of Abel since Cain killed him. Morris points out to us how Eve had this posture of this is what I did Oh, and God helped me to when she birthed Seth, she was able to center and recognize God as being first and foremost in her life. And it had to be pretty evident because there's a vast difference between Cain's and Seth's family lines. Go back and read that in Genesis. I think it's around um, chapters four, five, six, somewhere around there. Sorry, I don't have the actual reference. But I think all of us can see ourselves in Eve's lived experiences somewhere. Whether it's the pain of disappointing God or having conversations that have dire um, consequences. The shame that is associated with those choices and then trying to cover one's mistakes. The desire for 
the husband, the heartache of losing a child, the heartbreak of a family destroyed, the weight of knowing what could have been, the reality of living what is. The opportunity to take those second chances and to walk with God and seeing his redemption even in the middle of a very complex and chaotic life. From being prideful to being humbled. I just admonish all of us to stand in Eve's shoes for just a minute. Eve is is recorded as being the mother of all of the living. We see she didn't get it right. She made some pretty big mistakes, but she also got some things right. So on this Mother's Day, can we take a look around at the living? This is who Eve was, the mother of all living, right? So can we take a look around at the living, like putting ourselves in this um, position of Eve? And can we see where there are places and people that do not have life, although be it, they are living? want to say that again. Can we see where there are places and people that do not have life, although be it, they are living? Can we look to God and ask him, how does he want us How does he want to use us as a place to redeem ourselves, others, maybe both? Where can we see that there are places and people that do not have life, although they are living? But where also can we see places and people that need additional assistance. They're living. It may not be that they do not have life, but they may not have life abundantly. So again, I'll leave you with this question. Can we look to God? Eve did, okay? Initially, she had perfect relationship with God, true intimacy, no sin barriers whatsoever. But then she had fallen relationship with God. She had disappointed God. She had disobeyed God. She tried to cover up herself. She then also recognize the redemption of God. She still elevated herself and said, this is what I've done with God's help and landing on the place that this is what God has done for me. 
So if we look around and ask God, we're stepping in Eve's shoes, but we're looking to the relationship she had with God, right? We want to look to God and we want to ask, where does he want to use us as a place to redeem? Again, maybe ourselves, maybe others, and perhaps both. Where can we step in and be mother and also do mother? And so I say again to you all, to you all, based on how we can look to God, to be redeemed or even an instrument of redemption, I can say to all, happy Mother's Day. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call, what will be your response? And the church said,